Good morning and welcome to your daily game face. I am Dr. Kim Landon here with Lou. <laughs> what? Who says he that I yelled at him? He did. I did not yell at you. You did. Really? Yes. Are we having a fight this morning? No. Swords up. <laughs> Swords are up, but we're not having a fight. I, all I said was yes loudly to you. <laughs> yes. That's all otherwise I known as yelling. Loudly. It was not yelling. <laughs> you know, this is part of perception of people. Okay. Well, let's start there. Is that perceptually, you say I'm yelling. I just said I said the word yes louder than you were anticipating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Doesn't that mean anything? Yeah, it means you're yelling. I was not yelling at you. <laughs> you're so sensitive. God. I'm not sensitive. I'm not sensitive, damn it. You're not sensitive. <laughs> um, just so everyone else knows that besides us being here, I have Rocky. Yeah. I have Rocky today. He's under the table looking for things to eat, which, of course. He'll find. <laughs> I'm sure he'll find something. Yeah. And eat it. But he is here, and I'm sure he'll want to come up in my lap in a few minutes. And when I do, I'll put him up on the table. He'll walk in front of the camera, and yep. we'll get to see him. He's got a cute little Christmas sweater on. <laughs> Because it's cold outside. Did you see that last night we had our first snow? Did you? Did you get snow? You didn't get snow. I don't think I did. Well, we got snow last night. Well, I'm on the coast, so. We got, and it's gone now, but we got snow. Yeah. Did you? And it's going to be snowing all week, off and on. Did you know that? Because we have a household pool on the first snow, so. I'm just going to tell you right now, I didn't hear a word you just said. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? I have a household pool at home on the first snow, so. Oh. oh, and I'm way, I'm by far the earliest. So, well, it happened where I am yeah. last night. Yeah. So I woke up this morning. It was all gone. But nonetheless, when I went to bed, it was snowing and it was a good little dusting on my deck. Really? So anyway. I heard like sleet on like sleet on the window. There was something, but I didn't see any snow. Yeah. No. I can show you pictures. Yeah. No, I for believe you. But like I said, I'm on the coast, so we don't I get know, snow. So on. you won't get it like that. Yeah. But north of here, if you go up to the mountains, they, they're going to get a foot. Wow. Did you see that? You know, Are you not following what's going on in New England? In the mountains? No, I'm not closely following it. No. Well, you know I pay attention to these things because I travel. Yeah. Have have gun will travel. Isn't that an old show or something? Have gun will travel. It's an old saying. I don't know. Oh, is, I thought it was a show, too. I think it's a motto on a show. I don't know. Anyway, so someone can help us digress. out in the chat. How was your weekend, by the way? Uh, my weekend was not bad. Oh, good. You not... don't remember it. It's Wednesday, so it's almost a new weekend. Yeah. Well, I can't remember my weekend either, so that's good. <laughs> <laughs> that's because I probably did nothing this weekend. Who knows? Um, so, guess what next week is? Thanksgiving. It's Thanksgiving and everybody's raring to go, right? Everyone's getting ready to fly and to drive and to go be with everyone that they love that they haven't seen in at least two or three years <laughs> and get together and fight. And you didn't even use the air quotes. Love. <laughs> yeah. So did so did you see okay. I'm picking up Rocky because now he's chewing on cords. Hold on. Okay. And here's Rocky. Look at how cute he is <laughs> in his little Christmas sweater. I thought that All was right. Rocky making that noise, and it's the next door Rocky's studio. Rocky's going to be <laughs> Christmas dinner. Yeah. Um, so uh, Thanksgiving is always a stressful time for people because it, you know, it kind of marks that season of 
people getting together in families and COVID actually made it very easy for people to not have to do it as we, as I've talked about in other shows, but, but, um, try to find, let me, <laughs> now I'm eating his hair. Yep. Uh, um, trying to make sure that you make the best out of it and how to stay out of the, uh, fray of family. Yeah melee and upset men and so on and so forth but also i haven't talked a lot about you know how to keep yourself healthy since last year when we talked about this in terms of food and sleep and drinking and yep. all those things so i figured we'd cover that today before the actual thanksgiving show next week that i do um so people are now flying at a thousand dollars a ticket if you have you seen the new airfares no, are they up? Oh, yes. 40% yeah. rise in airfares just to travel for this holiday season. Wow. Because people want to travel and yep. they want to go see their family that they haven't seen since COVID. So they're willing to pay. So there's, I'm not, I'm not traveling. So there we go. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not paying $1,000 just to go to New York. Um, so these are just Thanksgiving premiums? Just it's just a Thanksgiving premium. It just went up a thousand. Thanksgiving yeah, through yeah. Christmas, the yeah. airfares have all jumped. Good Lord. Yeah. For whatever. And I also know that spring break, the February break for kids has jumped as well because I was looking because I was going to go run a half marathon somewhere. And it was during that week. And I said, I'm not paying that money to fly <laughs> there. Because it used to be like $125 to fly to this particular place to yep. go for this half marathon and the ticket was $700 and oh I my said God. I'm not going to do that no because that is insane yeah um so um but people are flying and driving and so on and so forth so my recommendations that I've been giving people in the past week for their flying and driving and so on is that you know give yourself plenty of lead time I think that people get into the rush and the panic mode and uh start stressing out about you know, they don't pack soon enough or they overpack or they are rushing out the door or they haven't gotten all their stuff together and, and they're doing, you know, they have kids and they're trying to get everyone together. And if you haven't been in this mode for the past couple of years, you might be a little out of practice. So I'm saying today is Wednesday. If you're flying out next Wednesday or Tuesday or even Thursday, which I know some people are, or you're driving out, give yourself enough packing time, start now, get it all done, have it completely done yeah. so that you don't have to do it the day before that will save you heartache and energy that we talk about in mind energy and also um if if you're flying i'm always a last minute like because i have tsa pre-check so i just kind of get there yeah. I just go through and just walk on the plane because i don't like waiting for two hours but i wouldn't recommend that at this juncture because i have a lot of friends that have been flying and they're getting ready to fly this next week and they said that it's increased in terms of like the wait time and the security so you probably, instead of stressing out and getting mad and wanting to, you know, get into a fisticuff with someone next to you um, <laughs> for whatever, um, you know, get there early. Please note that, because I do fly all the time, that people are not wearing masks and some people are, and that's fine. But note that you will have people around you doing a lot of coughing. So be mindful of that, because I know that I've seen people in the past three months as I've flown every single month, um, get very agitated at people coughing on or around them right? without a mask on. And then people are wearing masks. So if you're worried about getting sick or having anything, you should probably mask up because that will help you if you want to or not. You can, yep. you know, but people are talking about the increase in, you know, COVID and flu and strep throat and all these other things. And so, you know, masking 
will keep that away from you. But also, you know, if you haven't boosted up and you want to, or you want to get a flu shot, you can do that. Um, but, you know, take, take all the things that you have in your ability to control and do them. And especially if you're putting yourself in a big public event, because now we have this, this surge of flu and COVID coming and people are like, oh, that's because the, the uh, shots don't work. No, it's because now everyone's getting back together and it's been a year since people boosted just like flu. You have to get a flu shot every year. Yeah. Um, and, and if you don't, then you just have to make precautions, make sure you wash your hands. It's just, you know, being normal. Right. Yep. So um, in terms of travel and stress on the roads now, being that I'm originally from Vermont, as we know, I used to leave to go up to Vermont on the day before Thanksgiving. And it used to take a normal two and a half hour ride, seven hours. Really? <laughs> because yeah. just to get from where I live to the main route 89 that goes up and over the mountain pass to get to Vermont from yep. here, that's usually like an hour to get there. It would take three hours just to get to that point because the traffic would be so bad because people all go up to the mountains. On 89? I live. So I've never seen traffic on 89. <laughs> Well, once you get to 89, yeah. it, you're fine. Yeah. It's the getting to yeah, 89. Okay, yeah. It's yep. the, the, yeah. So I highly recommend to take your stress down that don't leave in the middle of Wednesday next week if you're going north from here. And this is obviously for people around here. But if you're traveling, I mean, even in Florida, I mean, there's there's a road down there, several roads, 589 and 275 and Route 4 and yeah, they're always congested no matter what. I would give yourself lead time so that you don't have road rage and get annoyed at people for, you know, why are all these people out? Well, they're all going to the same place you are. Yep. They're all going to their family and friends, hopefully. And they <laughs> all waited to the good. last minute like you did. Right? Yeah. And not waiting to the last minute and thinking yeah. like, oh, it's at ways, you know, you put it in ways and it says I can be there in 20 minutes and it's really two hours. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's about planning, making sure that you're planning to take stress out of your life or as much as you can, because you have control over that. You have control over pre-packing, pre-planning, getting yourself ready, and so on and so forth. What do you think of all that? Control? Are you going anywhere for Thanksgiving? No. God, no. Okay, no. <laughs> God, no. So what are your thoughts on that, Lou? Well, you're right. Control what you can control. Or as Bill would say, do your job, right? Um, yes, control what you control. I, I got distracted because our friend that's your friend just said, have gun will travel 1957 right. Western starring Richard Boone. Thank you very much. And I'm very delighted to say that's before my time. So <laughs> me too, but I know I've seen it. I was like, I know that. Yeah. So, and good morning to you and good morning to Amy and Joe and whoever else is listening out there. Thank you for listening. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I've been in media for a long time and time is very important to us. In other words, the clock doesn't wait. If you're right. supposed to be on the air at five, you're supposed to be on the air at five. Well, nowadays it waits, as we've seen with you several times. <laughs> you give me a hard time because I, I was running no. late this morning. No. But I I've wasn't running late. I was in the parking lot. I've always hated I've always hated that time stress, that last minute thing, that not being prepared, that scrambling at the end. So I've always been someone who takes that off because you, again, you can control that. That's something you can avoid. You know, there's so much stress you can't avoid. Why add to it with stuff that you can do? Well, and I think that goes back. Okay, so to that point, I think it goes back to when people don't have the awareness of what I'm talking about. People do go through life very unaware mm -hmm. and, and not because they're not smart or anything. It's just people just are so used to just going through life kind of just just going and not realizing that they actually have control over a lot of yeah. what happens. But you're aware life. you have a flight on Thursday or Wednesday, probably right. for Thanksgiving. So why wait till Tuesday night to pack or right. get ready? Right. 
Well, and, and that's, well, so, so it's a, it's a balance. And interestingly enough, because right. I don't, I don't want to create a, a person to have OCD where they're getting ready a month before. Cause I do know people that yeah. will pack a month before. That's just because I'm excited to go. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm out. It's right. just an incentive, right? Yep. And <clears throat> but you know, it's it's also that balance of making sure that, you know, if it's if it's Thursday you're flying out or you're driving out, even if you're driving out, why pack the night before? Like get it all prepped. So all you have to do is leisurely get out the door. And I think over time, over the years of wisdom for my life, I have I don't typically end up in the rush mode to do because I hate that feeling and I, I hate too, the yeah. energy and the mental energy it takes me to have. And yeah, like this morning, I've already like had a whole day because like this morning I was rushing because I had two cats that had to go in for stuff and getting them crated is always an entertainment in my household. <laughs> so I ended up coming in. I, now here I am a marathoner, right? Yeah. I come into the vet this morning, like out of breath and they're laughing <laughs> and I'm like, and then I'm bitching about the fact I'm like, you guys need to get slider doors without me having to open two crates in my hand, trying to open the doors. He's like, I know we're going to add that in. I'm like, I pay you all enough money <laughs> that you should put slider doors in this thing. Because it's a rush and it's, you know, you got to get there and you're supposed to be there for this time and da da da. But, well, I can't help that my cat crawled up and denned in the couch and I have to flip the couch over to get her. Oh, my her. God. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, those kinds yeah. of things. I mean, funny, but it's it's the planning ahead of like giving yourself lead time for things that will get in the way. Traffic, you know, like coming here sometimes. Traffic. Yeah. I think, oh, straight shot, 15 minutes. Nope. How often do I hit a, hit a huge problem, <laughs> yeah. right? And I'll be like, I'm going to be late, but I plan way ahead to be on time, but I can't control for those things. So trying to, trying to know that. So well, this but, is what I always told the kid. It's kids. It's about unnecessary hard. I hate unnecessary hard. Right. There's plenty of necessary hard. You don't right. have to look to find hard. Right. So why create it? Right? Well, I think that's, I think that's a great way to put it is don't create unnecessary hard. Yeah. Like it's already hard enough. So yep. why add to that? You'll get and then, plenty of. Okay. So now let's add in people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> let's add in going and visiting people. Yeah. Now this has been hot topic for my practice in the past couple of weeks. I'm going to see, you know, I'm quoting, I'm going to see X, Y, and Z. I haven't seen them in two years since COVID or three years since COVID. We're doing it. We're miserable. We don't really want to be doing this. And, and so my question always has been, why are you doing it then? Yeah. And it's because I have to, because it's family, because it's obligation. So this goes back to the shows that I've done in the past about family. You want family to want to be with you, not that they need to be with you because it's an obligation. Wouldn't you rather have someone want to be with you because they want to be with you versus it's supposed to happen just because it's a holiday and we're supposed to do that? What ends up happening with that, and I see time and again, is so much resentment built up that it's taking time away. First of all, Thanksgiving is often that that it's in the middle of the week. It stops everything short. It kind of truncates things. People get off their schedules. It's yep. very, it's it's a little different than like if you're, if you celebrate Hanukkah or Christmas, for some reason, Thanksgiving, you know, kind of messes up the week i hate to say it like that but it, yeah. it does and that's how yeah. i see it in my head it's like a it's like a smack in the middle of the week at wednesday basically you end wednesday and right. like your whole week is over and it has to start all over good morning cameron cameron i hope you're in class my friend <laughs> <laughs> um 
but you hope he's in class watching the show. It, yes. <laughs> well, he's probably got his AirPods in, yeah. and hopefully, it's not his friends, his forensic class, because he loves that. So, yeah. or his chemistry class. Cameron, <laughs> <laughs> Auntie says, go back to class. Watch it later. Yeah. Um, but so the. Um, but that's a rational feeling from rational people. And so many people which is? about wouldn't you rather have somebody who wants to be there as opposed to someone who feels obligated to be there. But families don't operate that way. No, no, they no. want they want you there. They they don't mind if you feel obligated to be there. It's, it's about their status. Right. Well, there's so that and I think I think what happens is and I call it you've heard me call it hopeaholicism. Right. Yeah. People always hope that this next time we're together, it's going to be better. That yeah. this next time people will get along. This next time Uncle Bob isn't going to talk about politics. This next it, there's these expectations that people get in their head. And I think that is a big part of what ends up happening to the make or break of a holiday yeah. get together is expectations. If you go in with expectations that are realistic, rational, and reasonable, I think that you're going to be better off because the mental energy isn't going to be, you know, if you know that uncle Bob is going to talk about Trump's announcement for running for president and DeSantis's and Pence, which all happened yesterday, essentially, mm -hmm. sort of, but essentially, and you know, that it's going to be talked about. I have told four people already, set ground rules because they have this in their families they've set, set ground rules you're hosting say we're not doing politics we're going to have no politics talk and get everyone to agree to that like that's just a basic boundary like why bring something onto a table when we could talk about a million other things so how do you you know people are like how do i do that how do i get uncle bob not to talk about x y or z you just say we're going to play, we're going to have games. We're going to do other things. We can watch football. We're going to do whatever. And the, and we're asking everyone to leave the politics off the table for this holiday. Yeah. Because what happens? People at holiday dinners, at families, usually get into fights over money, talk, financial talk, sort of. But it's usually around politics, religion, sex, and relationships. Yeah. And who did what to who? last year yeah right so you can't really stop people from doing that usually people have enough decorum hopefully to not get into well you did this last year to me or whatever but you can set limits and parameters around these are topics that i that we're not going to do this year and you can tell people that and people get very like what do you mean i can you you have the right to say i i'm just not going to talk about that yeah um and that's a good boundary setting if you feel that you can't talk about something and it's right there you just you can excuse yourself from the table and say I'm going to take a break from this conversation, um, it, you know. So that you're giving good cues that it's not going to happen if you're trying to have a connected, non-blown up family dinner that you hate and don't want to ever do again because that's what happens yeah. to people afterwards. Or they stay in the kitchen and other people leave and go in the other room and everyone's talking about each other. I don't think a complete like you plan. Huh? Do you feel like a complete plan can be to control other people with boundaries, or do you have to learn how to react? In other words, you don't have to engage in political conversations. You don't. You, well, that's, that's you don't have to thing. react to your uncle's same antics every year. So it's 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 so remember, and I've talked about this before. Is two things: reactions versus responses. Reactions are emotional, and. Politics, religion, sex, all those talks are emotional, right? Mm -hmm. 
But if you are going to respond, responses come from logic, rational, reasonable, and realistic thinking. So if you're responding to someone, you're not actually coming from your emotional space. You're thinking from the rational, logical space. So sometimes there, you might not have anything to say if, if Uncle Bob, poor Bob, I don't know, I don't know Bob, but yeah. nonetheless, but Uncle Bob is talking about whatever to fire everybody up. And we always have one at the table, right? Yeah. And, um, you have every right to say, I really have nothing to participate about this in because I just want to enjoy my dinner. Or, yeah. you know, you can say things that are coming from that place of this is really not something I want to engage in. Um, oftentimes people do want to engage because it charges up the dopamine center of the yeah. brain. It's like addiction because yeah. it's an addictive thing to have in family patterns that they that people get into filling up each other's cup by berating each other, putting mm -hmm. each other down, belittling each other, telling each person that their opinion's wrong. And I would say disengage from that by just saying, I'm just not participating in that. Um, not only is that a problem when you're eating, it gastrointestinally, yeah. And neurologically changes all the chemicals in your body for processing your food, makes you have an upset stomach, can make you eat less, more likely will make you eat more. And it will push you towards those like high carb sugary things to make you feel good because there's so much tension in and around the whole event itself. Right. Um, and it's like, it's, it's so crazy because it's such a, it was supposed to be an attitude of gratitude holiday, which is really what it's supposed to be about sort of. <laughs> I'm in my head going, well, what's Thanksgiving really about? Um, and how often do you really hear stories and you yourself, how often do you really hear stories of people talking about Thanksgiving and how you sat around talking about gratitude and what you're grateful for? People yeah. don't do that. No. I try at my table and Cameron who's listening can attest to that. I, we always try to do like, what are you grateful for this year? What are you grateful for coming up? We, we usually try to go around and say something, you know, yeah. those kinds of things. And then everyone eats. It's <laughs> <Sure. laughs> like, you know, and thank you. Amen. <laughs> but I think I'm grateful keep... every year for this. You what? I'm grateful every year for the NFL triple header on Thanksgiving. So you can just disengage from whatever conversations you want to disengage from. Right. And say, excuse me, football. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And and I think a lot of people can can do that. But then there's a lot of people who just feel like compelled that they have to be engaged in the conversation. So yeah, you can say if you're one of those people who gets fired up from those conversations, sometimes it's hard not to engage. It's it's like me with social media now. It's like I have to fight myself off sometimes and say, don't don't get involved in that. Right. Yeah. Right. And 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 I I think if you're the type of person who can maintain calm when you're talking about like a hot topic, I think it's fine for you to engage as long as you know that you can do it. But I think most experiences it it doesn't go that well, and and people typically have to end up reacting. Um, and then when people add, you know, not a couple glasses of wine, but like a lot of drinking throughout the day, and then they start into like more that enhances the problems. Mm -hmm. So I'd be mindful of that. Um, also, people who eat a lot of like the higher sugar foods and all that, and even though they might feel and look like they're tired and down, they're going to tend to be more agitated and aggressive because they feel bloaty and full. Yep. So they're much more likely to engage in battle. That's where it's up. My kids were great for me too, because at a certain point, I'm just, I just excused myself and went and hung with the kids Yeah. You know, throughout their ages. Just, just get away from it. You know, just don't engage in it. Right. 
because so, you're not going to accomplish anything. I mean, we all we all know that. So right. Well, but people. So this is just like like just general stuff and in, in like regular, even if you go out to a restaurant. But it's heightened at, at the yeah. holidays because people that aren't typically together get together. You know, for the most part. I mean, yep. people haven't seen each other in X amount of time. So what do people do? They reminisce. They talk about the, all the old times that usually brings up some hot topic that never got resolved out. <laughs> it triggers people, it triggers people for their traumas. It gets people set up for sadness. It, you know, it's times of remembrance. So a lot of emotions are running high around it because it's not just like a Sunday night dinner. But people um, who thrive off agitation and you describe that person and there are people out there that again, in the absence of positive response, they'll take negative response. Right. So they'll feed off agitation. That's like a stage for them. These well, these dinners become like a stage for them, and it just well, ramps that's them the up. Human, human yeah. nature, right? Is yeah. that it, without you know, in lieu of positive reinforcement, we'll we'll go for negative. At least we're getting some attention. Yeah, and, and I can piss everyone off around this table if I just try hard enough. Right, exactly. Yeah. and and you know, Uncle Bob is someone that might do that because yep. that's what Uncle Bob does. So it's it's about knowing that um, you also can say no to um, going. And people are like floored this year. I'm like, I'm like, you know, you don't have to go. Yeah. And they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, just because the pandemic is sort of over, which I don't think it is. But anyway, <laughs> um, you don't have to go. You can say, I don't want to go. I've got a couple clients that finally were like, you know what? You're right. I don't actually have to go. And then switch their whole holiday around for Christmas that they have kids and they're always taking their kids to these other people's houses don't have kids and they're like taking the kids away from all their santa stuff and all their fun stuff during the day yep. to go do that i'm like why are you doing that you have kids why wouldn't you have your kids at home you know i mean i i also out of personal experience i used to get morning open do the gifts and i'd be out the door and that would be the end of my christmas because i'd have to be at someone else's house for the rest of the day yeah i i'm a full believer psychologically and child psychologists would say as well as clinical like me would say if you have kids, you stay home with your kids and you do your Christmas. People come to you if they don't have kids. And if you have kids who have, you know, people who have kids who have kids, then you can combine that later in the day. But don't take your kids away from what it's really about for them because you're trying to build these memories for them and not end up being it's more about pomp and circumstance yeah. of these dinners and dressing up. And, you know, so I've made it a rule at my thing is that we don't have to dress up and can't come to the table in pajamas but it's not like over the top like it's tough if you come from other shoes anymore it's tough if you come from a larger family though especially a family that's relatively close-knit right unlike ours like what <laughs> unlike ours yes <laughs> yes and I, yeah uh but uh like my ex-wife her family was very close large family very close a lot of it was built around their time together so uh you know it was almost it was mandatory that you had to go down right and I thought it was positive in a lot of ways because the kids got to play with their cousins and, you know. And I think a lot of the family stuff is positive. And so, you know, of course, what, there's many positive things about all these things. But, of course, people want to know how to get through all the negative stuff. That, and that's why I talk about this, to have your best, healthier, well life. The, the family events of holidays are... Um, there's, there's a lot of family dynamics that intergenerationally are passed down through guilt. And it's supposed like, you know, 
you're you're the son so you're supposed to come to your mother's for for yeah. or you're the daughter so you should be home even if you have marriage and you know it's like but you you know there's there's a sense of like i want to see my grandkids you what i want to see my grandkids right yeah and, and but my way of dealing with that for people is and this is something i can i'll credit my father for which is something yeah. I don't typically do, but I will credit my father for this. He would always say, it's a day on the calendar. It can happen any day, yep. which that used to make my mother crazy because when I got older and was whatever, it was like, but she has to be home. You know, it was mandatory. It yeah. was like all this guilt. It was, you can't, and oh my God, you don't have time. And for, oh yeah, I'm, I was doing residencies and internships and working in hospitals. And like, I can't just leave. Yep. It's not what I can do. Um, but it's that, it's that, but it's, it can happen on any day. So if you, the grandparents want to see the grandkids, it doesn't have to happen on November 24th. Right. It can happen on November 25th. That's a big divide it, among it, people. Cause some people, the day it happens with birthdays, it happens with holidays. It's like, it's gotta be the day. I have a birthday month. Yeah, no. I mean, my kids are the same way. My family is the same way. It's like, well, your birthday is on a Tuesday. We'll celebrate this weekend. Or right. Something like that. The day is not important. The celebration is important. Right. And, and right. And so and I think I think that is I mean, there's so many pieces that we're talking about here. But that's another thing is that if you if you have multiple family pieces, everybody, everybody's families have traditions but you can't accommodate everybody's family's traditions. And there's always the one family that's stuck in the middle. It's like the newly married family that has to yeah. then accommodate the two sets of parents that, you know, and they've got kids and then there's other kids that have kids and then everyone's trying to make everyone happy. And my rule of thumb psychologically is you have to do what makes you happy first. And if you're doing it to make other people happy to your deficit and your resentment and your integrity is mm -hmm. being sacrificed, then you have to look at that and say, why am I doing this? It's okay to prioritize your family. It's what? It's okay to prioritize your family. Right. And that's hard for people. Yeah. And because it, because we're in a, we're in a um, culture of that selfish, it's um, somehow disrespectful. Uh, it you know depending on certain cultures in within the culture of the U.S. Um, and it's socialized, not normed. Yeah, that you don't do that. But it's I think trending much more that that is much more the way people are going towards that. It, you know, taking care of oneself first, and I have to make myself happy. But people feel terrible. I had a client in yesterday that was t telling me that he and his wife declared that this Christmas is going to be theirs. And if everybody in the family and they have a huge family wants to share Christmas with them because they have kids, mm -hmm. they're going to come to them. Yep. And it went boom <laughs> and it blew up, you know, that, you know, the group text chain. And I got to yep. see this group text chain yesterday and people, Oh, the things people say to each other over you're selfish. And how could you do this and break tradition? It's like, well, these, the, the grandparents are in their seventies and they have four kids that all have kids mm -hmm. and they all live apart. And the grandparents want everybody to uproot all their kids on Christmas morning and come to them instead of it, just all the kids coming to one house where all the kids are right. That has the toys and all the stuff and the fun. And I hopefully gave him some good tools, which are advocate for yourself, stand your boundaries, be kind, compassionate, respectful, tell your mother and father that you love them dearly. You want them to join, but this is really, you know, 
but he, this man is caught up and it happens to everybody caught up in the guilting of, but it's our tradition. You know, we're tip, breaking our tradition. And you know so what that tip number one would terrible. be? What? You know what tip number one would be in that decision? Get out of the group chat. Talk to your parents individually and explain to them why you, you feel you have to do it this way. Um, well, they, they, that's that's been done, but that doesn't. Yeah, I know. But it, that's the way. And again, it's about your reaction. It's about the way you react to the situation. If you get caught up in the whirlwind of the group and all the siblings going at it, you're never going to get anywhere. Well, and that's what happens. And this is yeah. and, and here, here now here's texting, right? You got 25 people on a group text talking about <laughs> all of this. And so I got to, I got to glaze over and blur yesterday when I saw it. I was like, yeah, because <laughs> he was like, you want to see? And I'm like, not really, but I will for you. And I looked at it and I'm like, uh, my first word was disengage. Yeah. He goes, I did, but I could see where he did disengage. <laughs> I'm like, you're not disengaging from this. Yeah. He's like, well, I'm being, I'm being productive. I'm like, actually, no, because you're engaging it and it's fueling it. Just drop out of the conversation, jump out, yep. stop. Um, because you do, I said to him yesterday, I said, you're doing what you do at the dinner table with them when you get together. You're all fighting, but now you're doing it on a text. Yeah, exactly. It's become the dinner table for Thanksgiving on text. And you're not even there yet. And you've got a week to go. Yeah. So now um, it's in your house. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> in your world. Yeah. Right. And, um, and, and it's, so there's, so there's so many interesting things about that. But so I, I would guess before I talk about just like the health and wellness of the holiday in terms of like eating and doing all those things for your body and mind and soul um, is Take care of yourself first around that stuff. Make sure you prep yourself. Make sure you know where your boundaries are psychologically for what's coming. Know your audience. Um, don't medicate yourself because that's not a good coping strategy yeah. to deal with it. Um, if anything, don't that includes, medicate at all. That includes alcohol. Well, uh, yeah. So it's, yeah. it's, it's taking alcohol or people who do a little extra marijuana or because all that does is create more anxiety and more mm -hmm. stress for a person's body. Um, as we've talked about, especially like if it's not medical marijuana and recreational because it's not quite the same. Um, and, and then if you're a person that, you know, tends to medicate with pills or other, other things, probably not a good idea because it's usually going to lead to agitation and so on and so forth. That would be that would be my um or just don't go. <coughs> Excuse me. Just don't go. Kathy says hi first. And then she says, I started a family Christmas on another weekend so my grandchildren can be home for Christmas Eve and day. Love that approach. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Respecting yes. the fact that you're having your grandchildren in their home for their Christmas holiday and allowing them to set their own traditions and their own memories. Right. It's great. Yeah. Right. Because then they remember it for and that's the thing, is it well, especially Christmas, right? It's, it's the holiday for kids. Yeah. And, and no problem sharing that my, my memories were, my memories, I remember Christmas morning, but my, my Christmas was spent with adults in a different house with adults. Yeah. And that's how, and it was dressed up and it was miserable for me. Yeah. In it, my opinion. And you got the go, opinion. you it got the go play while they sat there and argued about things. Yeah. Right. It was, yeah. And, and I, ha and I didn't get a child's table. I sat at the adult table. Okay. Yeah. Cause I was an only as you know. Oh yeah. So it was a lot. So, and then, and because of that, it was never, by the time we get home very late at night, there was no, no playtime. So I never got to open up the, all the toys that Santa brought or all those things. It was just, yeah. 
you know, which happens, to, it's not just to me. I mean, it's just, it's just one of those things. So, but I think what Kathy was saying in her, it's great having a separate, a separate event, which is so healthy, have the separate event. So that you're acknowledging it, having it with your family, but then having the kids let them do their thing and and you do your thing. It, it, it can happen on any day. And it's that key realization that it doesn't have to be that you're right. It doesn't have to be that day. It's so right. important. And people right. get locked into it. People have a hard time with that, though, because, you know, Christmas is on the 24th. 24th? I don't even know. What's, 25th. What's Christmas, 25th? Yeah. Um, and then, you know, Thanksgiving is always, it's like, eh. and you know my feelings on Thanksgiving. I can't stand Thanksgiving. So. <laughs> because it breaks up my week. Yeah. It's not because of the holiday. It's because it breaks up my week and it messes up my structure. But and this tradition has popped up of Friendsgiving now. I know my daughter's big into it. They all get together on Wednesday night. And it's right. like it doesn't have to be Thanksgiving. It doesn't have to be that day. Well, I think the Create Friendsgiving a day that works. Thing, yeah. that, the concept of the Friendsgiving and people getting, I think that's a wonderful idea yeah. because it's a way to accommodate where you feel like, okay, I, I have to accommodate. I, I have to. I want to accommodate all these different factions in my life. How do I do that? So Friendsgiving, have Thanksgiving on different days, get together, do other things. I mean... I think, you know, and, and I think they're doing, people are doing that around like Hanukkah and also um, Christmas doing the same kinds of things, trying to have it. And, and, you know, birthday months, it's not birthday. You know, my cousin Heather is birthday month right now. And she's, her birthday was yesterday, but we've been having birthday month all month. <laughs> this is a, we're going to do birthday month all the way through the end of the month. This is especially important and healthy with uh, split relationships, divorces, things like that, where kids yeah. have to go between a couple of parents, right. right? Not putting so much emphasis on quote the day, right? And, and being, you can have a important, meaningful time with groups other than Christmas, other than Thanksgiving. It can be the, the day after, it can be the weekend after, it doesn't matter. Right. It's about the quality of the people in a relationship. It's not about the date. Right. Well, so if you, Kathy, uh, our listener, Kathy just posted up a really great comment. She said, we schedule in the first week in December every year, our gift to each other is spending the weekend together. The only gifts that are shared are for the grandchildren. I love Kathy. The greatest gift for me is to have family together. And that is that is the attitude I try to get my clients and people that talk to me about this to have. So if anyone's listening, take Kathy's suggestion and do that if you if you can or, you know, adjust it for your family that, you know, if you're not a grandparent and you're a mother and father and you have multiple kids who have their own kids like adjust around that to make that happen it's it's really about what she said i can't say it any better yep. i mean it's beautifully said no, it's perfectly done and getting the emphasis off gifts and things like that right you know in in my family growing up you know right money was love and right it's like it's just a horrible feeling well and so that's the other thing and Instead we're not of, on the christmas thing yet but yeah. it is it's it's getting away from that money is love thing too yeah. is that you know bigger get well well, here's a contemporary thing that's going on, right? Yesterday, Taylor Swift tickets went on sale. We'll, we'll do a little pop pop culture thing. They went on sale. Well, they went on sale officially at Ticketmaster. They've been on sale for a couple of weeks on all the other sites because I went to look at them and they were $1,000 plus a seat up yeah. in the nosebleed at Foxborough. And I'm just, I love Taylor Swift, but I'm just not paying that. So yesterday, of course, you know, people are trying to get the Taylor Swift tickets for next year and crash the site, the whole nine yards. And, and people are spending gobs of money that on because and then they're going to buy other gifts and it's like okay five hundred dollars on a ticket plus whatever else like ah <laughs> that's a lot instead of it being like you know there's nothing wrong if you got your kids tickets or whatever but still it's like that's a lot of money 
And so a couple of people are like, you're going to get tickets. I'm like, I'm, I'm holding out till they drop because they're going to drop, but I'm not paying. I remember having this feeling sit on up in the nosebleed section. I'm not paying almost a thousand dollars to sit up there. I remember having that feeling on Tom Petty's last tour because yeah. my daughter wanted to go. So I took my daughter and my son and I remember sitting there thinking, I love Tom Petty. Yeah. My favorite artist, but I remember they're thinking I get to take him on a cruise for this money. <laughs> we could yeah. have done a cruise in the Caribbean for this this kind well, of money. So that was my point to yeah. somebody that is actually listening today. My point yesterday to him was I said, Wouldn't you rather go on a trip? <laughs> I said, We could go somewhere instead. <laughs> and he was like, Oh yeah, we could. And I'm like, why spend a thousand dollars or more when we could that could be like a fun so we go to Bermuda for the weekend. <laughs> but the the pressure of um the pressure of listen you do all year people who are important in your life you do for them all year and then if you screw up the christmas present it's like all of a sudden there's trouble well like, right like you, oh that's a, and that's a whole nother thing yeah right? i mean about that, like that, you got the wrong thing pressure is horrible no i mean just you know you didn't get a gift that was representative of the feeling they wanted to have from you right you know it's like that pressure is just ridiculous yes yeah that's oh, that's a whole nother issue. Yeah. Um, okay. So, so going back to the Thanksgiving coming up and we've talked about those logistical things, but now health and wellness around this. Mm -hmm. Now, this is kind of the same topic that, excuse me for one second. My leg is asleep because Rocky is like sitting on my oh, leg still and your lap? I have to uncross yeah. it and yeah. he's sleeping and now <laughs> my leg is completely tingling. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so health and wellness eating now. Today's Wednesday. We're coming into next week. If you are a person who's just like, it's a gorge fest. Well, you're probably going to do that anyway. Yeah. But here's what happens. Now we're going to go into the science and all the educational stuff about this. Your food product items change the way you, your mood is. So if you, we now I front loaded this whole show today with all the things that are going to come up potentially good, bad, and indifferent. Essentially, mm. you could have a really great time. You could have a really bad time and, and all the stuff in between food and beverages enhance all of that good, bad, and indifferent. So the more sugared foods you have, the more it's going to fire up the center of your brain, the hypothalamus and your amygdala to do things that are going to regulate your body temperature, regulate your mm -hmm. mood, regulate your agitation level and anger level and your fight and flight response. Right. Um, and that will come from sugary foods as well as high. So that sugary foods aren't things just like pasta. I mean, it's not pasta, pies, cakes, cookies, cinnamon buns in the morning. Like if you're starting your morning off and you're doing like pancakes and cinnamon buns and all these things that you never typically eat, but it's Thanksgiving. So we're going to do all these things that make the house smell amazing. And then an hour or two later, you're having bagels and cream cheese. And yeah. now we're ha we've had sugar load. So now we've already started the body into uh, stress on stress, the pancreas, yeah, yeah. stress on the liver and the kidney to metabolize that. Even if you're used to eating sugar, you're eating more on that day, um, which changes your digestive ability, which starts making you feel bad. Now, we haven't even gotten to the dinner yet, right? So then we go to the dinner and it's whether you're having turkey, ugh, ham, ugh, which I hate. <laughs> I'm just letting you know. You hate personally or you hate? I, I, from a I'll eat nutrition pork chops. Standpoint. I like pork, but I hate ham. Yeah. I'll eat it if someone serves it, but I'm like, yeah. it's like the worst. It's mm. like, ugh. That was I, honey roasted, slimy. Ugh. It's like okra. So that we're talking personal taste yeah. as opposed to like, nutritional choice. Anybody can eat ham. It's fine. It's yeah. high. It's very high in salt, but that's not the issue. It's just slimy to me. Yeah. 
it's like okra. I hate, hate okra. Everybody now knows I hate okra. Yep. I think everybody already knew that though. I don't um, think that's a problem up here. Eggplant. <laughs> Hairy eggplant. Yeah. Um, unless I grow it myself. <laughs> then it's a different thing. Um, but um, so turkey, knowing that turkey has tryptophan in it and tryptophan is a chemical that we have in our bodies that connects with us and changes our mood and it regulates sleep because it's part of our sleep yep. cycle. So how much turkey we, how, how much uh, potato stuffing. It's the only time that you ever see five carb dishes on a table at the same time. <laughs> yep. It's like, how many carb dishes can you put down on a, on a plate? Right. So I, like I said last year, have, your, your meat as you typically do, whatever it is and Turkey fit, whatever it doesn't, you know, but then don't do four different carb dishes. Instead, cut it back to two, do your potatoes and your stuffing, mm -hmm. then have like two or three different vegetable dishes. So that you're having like either broccoli or spinach or a salad. And by the way, not a, not a, like a pecan cranberry <laughs> almond, gorgonzola cheese drizzled with yeah. maple syrup <laughs> salad that is not a salad yeah that's dessert yeah <laughs> <laughs> with candy ginger yeah. you know i always love that it's like that's oh, really not a salad that's yeah those dried that's, that's disney world <laughs> those dried cranberries will kill you right exactly there, yeah. like, and they're high those are high in calorie yeah sugar yeah um so but and and then and then oh i, oh, I have to put the other one out that cranberry sauce Blech. <laughs> again personal choice yeah well it's that whole like well i i purposely laugh because i went out already and i bought the the can yeah because you i gotta have the have can to, i have yeah. to have the plop on the thing and then cut it and it's just uh it just kills me i won't eat it but i know everybody around me no you don't I'm cut it you present it eat it what you don't cut it you present it shaped as the can everyone loves that Oh, the <laughs> well the, it's still in the shape of the can but i just cut it <laughs> um and uh, yeah so but it's just funny but the but keeping it simple so that the food products are not overwhelming because everyone feels very compelled to eat to gorge because they want and they have multiple plates and you have to remember that it takes at least 20 to 30 minutes for your brain to register that you're full and most people now this is I had statistics on this last year and I'm going to kind of reference them. I'm sure I'm going to be off a little bit, but most people will have two and a half large plates of food that are over 2,500 calories per plate in less than 25 minutes on Thanksgiving. Uh, wow. And Stunning. that is not inclusive of what they've had in the morning or the upcoming later on open face turkey sandwich with everything else and having another dinner yep. and pie and whatever other trifle and all that stuff. Right. So you're looking at loading up on a, if we, if we go full on normal Thanksgiving with carp launch with no restraint, you're looking at 10 up to 10,000 calories in a day. That's three pounds of body weight. Yep. That's not water weight that is going to sit on you the next day and the next day. And if you continue to eat all the leftovers and you're not exercising and you're not moving and now by the end of the Thanksgiving weekend, people feel typically like they've gained five pounds usually because they actually have, yep. because that 10,000 calories that has not been monitored 
because it's, well, it's, it's Thanksgiving. Yep. It's the day that right. ends in Y. Right. So therefore I can eat whatever I want. <laughs> that becomes the problem. So it's about, if you're going to, if you're going to have, if you're normally a, a, a breakfast in the morning and you have your yogurt, do your normal things. Don't, don't make this into a gorge fest day because what it's doing to you mentally is it's going to root it's ruining your day in a lot of ways because it's mentally putting you off because it's making your body off and people don't realize that by the time you know whatever time it comes to i'm a i'm a later eater for that i don't like eating at noon and i don't believe in that stuff right. i like eating later in the day so but by the time people come to three and four in the afternoon they're laying on they're laying down on it so i'm of the mind you know Turkey trot in the morning. I do my 5K, go up and freeze my butt off and <laughs> usually run in the snow and then do the turkey trot. Everything's already done and in the oven because you prep first, get it all ready. And then do movement throughout the day. Do other things. You're home or you're doing something. So like, you know, go for a hike or or do your like because it's a home day. Do other things. And you have the football games on. If you're having people over, that's fine. But then when people come over, be mindful of what you're putting out for hors d'oeuvres or snacks, that it's not just filler foods. Do things that are healthy. Put out hummus. Put out things that are higher in protein. Things that are easier to burn. Think of your guests or think of your family and whoever else, unless you don't like them, right? <laughs> <laughs> Give good options so that it's not just, you know, high calorie, high um sugared foods, which is what people will go for. Yeah. You know, the chips, the dips you know, the ranch dip, the onion dips, they're good. The spinach dip, God love spinach artichoke dip. But by the time you get to dinner, you've now added in all this other stuff. Oh, we got another comment. I just wanted to see what that says. Bruce says food coma day. Food coma day. Yes. And, but, and to his point, food, it's not just that day. Thanksgiving and Christmas, Thanksgiving a little bit more than Christmas. Thanksgiving leads to that coma weekend. It's Thursday, Friday, yep. Saturday, Sunday. And then by the time people get to Monday, it's like, oh. And that's what I'll hear the following week is like, I don't feel good. I didn't have a good weekend. I didn't feel well. I'm like, well, what'd you eat? You know? So everything. All, right. So all <laughs> yeah. of my clients across the board from me here typically like, have a great Thanksgiving and be mindful of what you're eating or be mindful. I tailor it to each person of what I know goes on in their, their history of like, you know, be mindful of your parent or be mindful that, you know, you know, the, they've always got a relative like want more, want more, want more. You should have more, you know, you're, yeah. you, you could add a little of that. Yeah. You know. um, I like to pregame a little bit because when I get into tricky eating situations, yeah. if I know the girls are making spaghetti, you know, that night, I'll have a little protein before, so right. I'll eat some, but I won't want to eat a lot. And that's a great way to yeah. manage it is, is pre-gaming, is yeah. having protein. That's why I said start the morning, like yeah. have have an egg or two, do a nor so that you are not coming into the dinner starving yeah. so that you won't go towards all the potatoes and pasta or whatever is out there. You're going to be like, okay, I'm going to have a little bit of each of these things because you're not in the starvation mode because you haven't been... Right. Eating. But the pregame would be protein. Yep. Because the protein will fill you up and it'll make it less likely that you will eat all of that. You can still eat it, but you just won't eat as much and you won't have like big mounds and 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 gravy's not your friend. <laughs> <laughs> I try to make my gravy when I make my gravy, I try to make it well, I make mine with booze. So all right. And I don't put cream and I don't put flour in it. So it's 
more natural and it has the sugar gets cooked out of the of the booze and then mm -hmm. that gives it the flavor on top of it but if you're making a traditional gravy kind of like the mccormick's god love mccormick's but out of the packet and you add the yep. milk and the flour and the wonder whatever you use it like wasted calories and just you know and you sop your whole plate in it take away those things make them different Bread's not necessary on a table for Thanksgiving. I know people, it's tradition. Rolls, not necessary. Even though those Hawaiian rolls, King's Hawaiian rolls are like so <laughs> amazing. Like it's all it does is fill and it makes mentally the chemical body go into coma in the brain because it, it, it's, it's like it's unwiring your brain at the time when it's going on. What did he say? <laughs> yes. What booze? Oh, um, Sherry, he's a bit of a cook. So we, when I do a turkey, this is for him. This is my little cooking tip. Now mm -hmm. it's a cooking show. So um, Grand Marnier. Oh, a little Grand Marnier. I like it. Yes. Mm. And then sometimes depending if it's not Grand Marnier, it will be Marsala mm -hmm. just because I or I'll do both and then put shallots in it and add it to the drippings. But usually it's Grand Marnier because I usually cook the turkey. I should say we because John and I do the turkey, but it's usually Grand Marnier because <laughs> it makes for a lovely taste on the turkey. Even though I, I wouldn't drink Grand Marnier because I don't like it. <laughs> I like it in the gravy. <laughs> I cook with it. Well, you so. don't just drink the liqueur. You yeah. mix it in something. But but, yeah. um, but you can use, a, I know that um, in the past I've used port, a nice port, because you can have it richer. It depends on what you want. Um, if you're not doing turkey and you're doing like prime rib, certainly a port or something like that and the sugar will when you cook it the sugar goes out so you're actually making it healthier and i don't use any broth if i add broth use unsalted low you know low sodium or unsalted low fat um vegetable broth if you're vegan they they just make it healthier so yep. try to find ways to make it so that your brain when it gets the food in your body doesn't go oh my god what's going on here because inevitably by Friday morning, you're going to be not feeling well and you're yep. going to feel terrible and you're going to feel like you're hungover. And even if you don't have a drink, then you add an alcohol and hmm. then, you know, so, you know, your alcohol products. I know people say, well, they're all doing vodka. So remember, alcohol makes you eat more. So if you're pre-gaming with alcohol before you're even getting into that with like, so it will make you eat more if you haven't had your protein and if you have eaten all that other junk in the beginning. And so water, like try to stay close to your water consumption, half your body weight in ounces. Yep. Stay to that because it will also make it so that you're not going to eat all of that extra. Um, and, you know, and again, go to as many vegetables, you know, turnips and squash and all that stuff and not squash and that has cinnamon and nutmeg and maple syrup added to it. You can still enjoy the meal at 3000 calories. You don't have to do 10,000 calories. What is it? You can still enjoy the meal at 3000 calories. Right. You don't need to go to 10,000. And, and, and I think that's the big difference is when, when a person really realizes that you're, you know, say a person, say a person normally eats 2,500 to 3000 calories a day. Cause a lot of people do do that. And then they go and ramp it up to 10,000 calories on that day. And then the next day they may have 5,000 because the residualing and the family's still around and whatever your body and mind have now disconnected and gone into shock mode because it's so 
surprised that this is going on, that you feel really unwell. So you've stressed your regulatory system, which yes. leads to stress otherwise. Right. Yeah. And then we've talked about the polyvagal nerve, the, the vagal nerve in your neck that, you know, that runs from your gut to your, your head and connects and talks to each other. What it does is it sends messages to your frontal lobe for your executive functioning and concentration and your anxiety and your impulse control. And it, then it sends it to your wave processing and concentrating like auditorily and, and visually. And then all your sensation in your parietal lobe, which is like how you feel things and touch and you feel bloaty and you don't feel right and all that stuff. You got to be really mindful that that actually all changes your whole mood. Um, and and then just makes you go towards sugar. So you, it takes you out of ketosis, which is when you're in good sugar level, and it pushes your li liver, kidney, and pancreas. And then if you have stress yeah. and anxiety already going because of the holiday, or you're just that way, or something else is going on in your life at the same time, that pushes that. You've at, you're just adding in. And people don't realize that these things are just accumulating. We're not in a vacuum of just like, oh, it's Thanksgiving, and now it's over. This is accumulated over time and all that stuff that you ate Thursday for Thanksgiving, really, you'll feel it Friday, Saturday, Sunday, but it really won't back up on you in terms of weight and all that stuff until like a week later. And then you're really going to feel it. So yeah. just being knowledgeable about that to know health wise, mental health wise, from the first part of the show, just about family and connection and how to be healthy and then how to also eat healthy. So you don't encourage and engage more in in those things because your body now and your mind are not connected just a little bit yep just a little bit of information there <laughs> um so thanksgiving is a life-threatening holiday <laughs> <laughs> well we could we could think of it that way it yeah. could be right it certainly well so there are statistics out there about people who have you know there are more there are more again i don't know the stats on this because i wasn't in that mode today but i will find them out for next week remind me because there are good statistics on actually cardiovascular events um you know ischemic events tias yep. strokes that happen on these holidays i would imagine yeah um just for the family stress part of it forget from the food. family stress yeah. and and then the food and there and there's a pretty high number of like the incident rate that goes up and then um the love and the amount of drinking that goes up and we've already had the increase of alcoholism and the ism of alcoholism and opiate use and marijuana use just through the pandemic go up more than 40%. Right. So now we're all getting back together at that level. Imagine what those kind of events would be. So it'd be interesting for me as, as a doctor and researcher in that to know what the numbers are going to fall out like, because I have a feeling that it's going to be much higher incidences because people aren't used to, you know, go back to the beginning of the show, flying, traveling, getting together, getting all these people, it, eating yeah. and then doing it all and coming back and then in three weeks doing it all over again. I know it's hard for you to believe and me to believe, but there are people out there are going, I'm looking forward to seeing my family. I like my family. It's a good time. <laughs> and there, and there are, and there are plenty of families that, that do have that. Yeah. And unfortunately in my business, I don't get to see them. <laughs> I don't get to see them. Yeah. Wasn't, I do have, wasn't I my do, family, but huh? yeah. It wasn't my family. I mean, it's not, it's, yeah. it's more the exception to the rule. Yeah. I think, well, there's no family without dysfunction. And if someone says that they're from a family that has no dysfunction, they're lying Yeah. Um, to themselves and to everyone else around them. Cause everybody has it. It might be small, but there is, it, it's just human nature. We can't escape our, 
our character flaws, our isms, our delusional systems, our perceptions, our whatever, right? Whoever you are and yep. based on those things. So, um, so that being said, you know, it's, it's really about perspective taking and, and, and trying to find your, your best life in living your best life in the, in the healthiest way, but being mindful. If you're not mindful of all these things, you're just going to go through right. this stuff and be a disaster. Um, anyway. So oh, at the very, good, if you... by the way, good morning from Cabo San Lucas. Oh, who's in Cabo San Lucas? Um, my friend here at the bottom. Noe. He, we call him Noe. Noe. So, but good morning from Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. I wish I was there. I did spend Thanksgiving a few years back um, in 2012 with him. So thank you for listening, Noe. Good morning. I hope that you were having a wonderful day with the beautiful weather there. <laughs> Got that snowing here. <laughs> <laughs> it's worse than snow right now. So it's just freezing um, and it's drizzle. You what? It's worse than snow right now. It's just freezing and drizzle. Well, it's freezing and drizzling. Yeah. <laughs> but it's supposed to switch to snow. I just saw the alert come up saying snow starting. Uh-oh. <clears throat> um, anyway, so I am so excited for everybody to have a wonderful, happy Thanksgiving. I would I would hope you take anything and any tip that I could give you to, to do that. Go out for a walk or a a wobble gobble next Thursday or something fun and do something fun or even do it yourself in the morning, walk your dog five miles or do something like that. Walk your cat. I don't know. Um, and, and then I know you will. Yeah, no. Your cute little Aussie will. No. Oh, won't. my Aussie. I yeah, tell you, my cats. I'm not walking walk my cats. Cat. No. You don't even talk about your cat. Don't even. <laughs> anyway, but have fun doing whatever you're going to do. And next week I will, I will be talking, um, a little bit more about this on Wednesday and also talking about the upcoming next holiday going into New Year's because this is when we really ramp up emotionally because this is um, once we cross over from Thanksgiving into Christmas and stuff, this is more emotional time of the year for people. Yeah. Um, and it's also the time for reminiscing about the year in reflection and coming into the new year. And you know how I am about you know, no resolutions, yep. only goals yep. and doing realistic stuff. So we're going to start talking about that a little bit. And um, we do potentially have some guests. I'm still trying to line them up and it's the holidays, So it's a little harder, but um, anyway, but you guys, thanks everyone for contributing today and having a great listen. I love the comments and I know there's other people out there listening to that didn't comment, but we're commenting on my phone. I'll get back to you on the comments, but thank you so much and have a wonderful week. I'll talk to you next Wednesday.